Hi, welcome to World of Anime. This is your host, Stephanie, and with me I have Ben. Ben, say hello. Hello. So this is a segment where we are going to talk about the most recent episode of current anime that we are watching. We are in the beginning of, what is it, the spring season now? Yep. And there's a bunch of new shows that we've been looking forward to for uh, varying between years and months. So um, first on the table was My Hero Academia. Not much to talk about for a premiere episode. <laughs> yeah, it was mostly content from old episodes. It was a bit clip show e. Was it was exactly a, a clip show e. E. <laughs> yeah, I mean it was cute to have like the swimming. Yeah. And the the little races. For all like three of the characters who actually swam and didn't just jump <laughs> over the pool. What? They didn't even need to go to the pool. Yeah. <laughs> they should have just... I don't know. I guess it's a challenge. There's a body of water. Get over it or through it somehow. Yeah. Midoriya's the only one who freaking swam. Basically. So angry. And they were like, oh yeah, let's go look at... It. What I did like about it was that it um, tricked you into thinking, oh, this is going to be the beach episode, because the reason all the boys want to go to the pool is because they want to see all the girls in their swimsuits, and then the girls weren't wearing cute swimsuits. So that was kind of fun. <laughs> a little twist on a classic. So that was kind of nice. Yeah. I mean, I didn't. I don't need a clip show. It's not like it's Attack on Titan that was, you know... Four years ago. Four years ago, or you might need a clip show, even though Attack on Titan basically is a clip show. Let's be real. Uh, mm. <laughs> um, so I think next week we'll have more to talk about for My Hero Aka. Probably. Mm -hmm. And the good news with that show is it's supposed to be a 25-episode season, so we'll have plenty to talk about. Yeah, I'm very excited. V very, very hyped for this show. Um, so there wasn't much to talk about there. The next thing we watched that is one of my favorite shows of all time is Shokugeki no Soma. Um, I'm happy it's back because I want to look at all the beautiful food some more. If you've listened to this podcast, you know how much I love this show. Yeah, it was a good setup. I'm excited for what is going to happen. There seem, I think there's going to be a lot of really interesting challenges that they have to deal with with uh, the new exams that they're going to have to pass mm -hmm. to stay in the school. And I was excited for a little bit of Soma and Nakiri bonding. Actually shipping them a little bit for the first time. <laughs> Yay! The ship is starting to get built. And uh, a lot of train aesthetic in the opening, so I have to wonder if there's going to be some sort of dining car theme to whatever the arc is coming up. I have no idea if they're going to be on a train, or if... They're just using it as a strange Maybe metaphor. train-themed food? <laughs> just sushi trains. I mean, basically. <laughs> but it was exciting to see Nakiri and Soma actually start to get along. And it's nice to see Soma encouraging Arina to, like, love food again. And then she rallies the troops. So it was fun to see her have a little passion not for something more than just, I hate you, Soma. Stop making me like your food. Um, it was it was really fun. It was a nice little glimpse into the, her backstory, but also set the stage for what's hopefully going to be a fun season. Yeah. So yeah, that was that. I'm excited. Also, I like that in the opening, there's a lot of imagery with our current cast and also with 
the previous generation. And I wonder how many flashbacks we're going to get and how many... Like, I kind of want the the season to take a, a weird turn into just episodes from the previous generation. That could be cool with, think, the, with the parents. Yeah. Because clearly some shit went down and not just like, oh, we were friends and now we're not friends. Like, clearly something happened. Yeah. So I kind of want to see it. So that was Soma. And for our next thing that we watched that just started... Steinsgate is back. Speaking of four-year hiatuses. Is it four years? Something like that. Uh, maybe longer. I maybe think it longer. might have been 2012, actually. Which would be six years. That's a long it was a long time ago. So we watched Steinsgate not when it first came out. Because I think I started it the first time when it first aired, and then I was like, I'm not into it. And then you were watching it. Mm-hmm. And you were like, you just got to make it through the first handful of episodes. Yeah. And then I did. And then my mind was blown. And it exploded. And then it gets crazy. Gets super crazy. 2011. Holy smokes. So it came out when I was in high school. (laughs) It did come out. I remember me trying to watch it like freshman, sophomore year. But it ended. We loved it. And were you playing the light novel? Not light novel. The visual Visual. novel? Uh, I tried. I couldn't quite get into it because, again, it it has the same thing where it starts fairly slow, much Mm -hmm. like the anime. And visual novels are in and of themselves typically slower than their adaptations. So I couldn't quite get into it. I'm, I'm thinking of giving it another try. Uh, this is with the original Steinsgate uh, visual novel, that not the uh, Steinsgate Zero one. Um, they announced they're making, I believe it's called Steinsgate Elite, which is replacing the visual novel art with art from the anime, hmm. which could be interesting. Um, again, generally stuff that we've already seen. Uh, there's different endings. But um, whether it's through the visual novel or the original series, I think that it's probably worth considering a rewatch before going into Steins Gate Zero, if if not at the very least watching, um, it's called Episode 23 Beta. Basically, Steins Gate Zero is a sequel, direct sequel to one of the bad ends of the original Steins Gate, and they animated that ending uh, two years ago with an alternate to Episode 23 called Episode 23 Beta, which is pretty much your intro to this, because Episode 1, I really liked it, but uh, definitely really starts just diving in. Oh yeah, I think it's I think it's actually a disservice that Crunchyroll does not have twenty three beta as the preview or the prequel or episode zero of Steins Gate Zero. I think that is a mistake because I think people are going to start watching this new one and have no idea what's going on. Um, it doesn't even hint that you need in the episode that you need to go back and watch it. Um, basically, I mean, this is not, there shouldn't be any spoilers, because if you know we're talking about the new stuff that's airing, uh, if you're interested in watching. It's spoilers for the original Steinsgate. It's spoilers for the original Steinsgate. Basically, Steinsgate, the original show, ends pretty okay, the world's not gonna end, things are gonna be okay, it's sad, it's like bittersweet, because like, everybody lives, but like, not everyone gets to be with who they want to be, so... Yeah, but, like, you know, and then there's a movie where they try to, like, make it a happy ending for everybody, which we're not talking about the movie. The movie was... 
The movie of of the original series, this series, and the movie, the movie's the only one that's not based on a visual novel, and it ends up feeling kind of meandering, and it wasn't really my favorite. Feels like an anime movie um, that is not like, (laughs) I don't know, it feels like an anime movie for a series, which I have not encountered many of them that are good. Um, But anyway, so watching 23B changes the parameters of what happens in the last episode of the original show which, you know, the original show ends pretty okay. Like, what else would there be to do? So now there's something to do. And now there's something to worry about, which is this big doomsday scenario that is presented at the beginning. So I'm I'm, ex- <clears throat> I'm excited to see it diving into something that's not purely uh, time travel in the, you know, in the way that's only dealing with, you know, the main characters' lives. It's now a global problem. And um, watching Okabe in this episode is really, really interesting. In the original show, he's very flamboyant and crazy and... uh, What's the word? Eccentric? Eccentric. That's the right word. He's very eccentric, very, like, does the typical, like, point at the camera and yell at it, like, with great excitement um but then science gate zero starts off and he's very subdued he's wearing black now so it's a nice costume change uh for those of you cosplayers who like to wear black instead of a white coat um and he's trying to be a normal college student and get over a lot of the trauma that he experienced with all the time travel nonsense um I'm excited to see that I think Mayushi is going to take a, a larger role in this rather than a backseat driver. She seems to have a lot more emotion at stake here and a lot more, I don't know, a lot more of an active role, which yeah. makes me happy because Mayushi was just like kind of the seemingly the ditzy cosplayer cute girl character who had to get saved all the time the in the original object. show. Yeah, and that's really sad. So I'm happy that she's getting a little more active and that their relationship with each other becomes a little more two-sided as opposed to one-sided. There's there's still some funny quirky moments in it. It's still, you know, the same characters. Uh, but yes, you should <laughs> rewatch some of the original Steins Gate so that you have an idea of like who all the characters are and all of the specifics of like their research and the actual theories of what all the characters are talking about because it's pretty complicated stuff. But... I'm I'm excited and I'm I'm really apprehensive and part of me is just like no I don't want to watch this because I want it to stay happy. <laughs> what do you feel about it? I'm excited. I think it has the potential to be even more psychological than the original Science Gate. Uh, I mean, as soon as uh, Okabe mentions he's undergoing hypnotherapy and he has that one episode in the first uh, in in the season premiere where he kind of hallucinates that there's just dozens of exploding Carisus. Um Yeah, I think things are going to be a little bit darker for him. <laughs> uh, and uh, I'm also excited that they're introducing more characters. I think that that'll be interesting for the dynamic. Um, I think it could go some really cool places. Yeah, I just don't want Okabe to be sad. It's really sad to see what happened to him. It makes me really upset. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see where it goes gonna get some big stuff big stuff happening um oh um the first episode of the persona 5 animation started yes 
Persona 5, we've played the game. Well, you played all of it. I played a good chunk of it or watched you play a chunk of it. I know what happens. Um, what do we think about the first episode of Persona 5? I enjoyed it. Um, I think that it might be a bit more challenging for someone who has not played the game because it moves pretty quickly. Um, I can only give the perspective of someone who's played the game and I enjoyed it. And I thought that, uh, in, in particular, I was impressed that they, there's already 2D animated segments within the game that felt very anime style. And they seem to have intentionally skirted around those to reanimate things that maybe they wouldn't have had to. So I would have expected them to have taken those clips directly and edited them in, uh, but they didn't. So I am so far pretty optimistic. Yeah, I mean, it looked good. I don't think it looked any better or worse than the animated segments in the game. Mm. So I don't really know what like benefit they necessarily had in not actually lifting those. I mean, it shows that they did more work, which is always nice. But um, yeah, I don't know if it feels fast because we had to play through the game. And like the silly things of like learning how to take the train when you're playing the game, like take an extra five minutes, but they don't do that. But it is cool to see how much of the game mechanics they incorporate into the animation. Like all every time you do take a train, it does that like weird subway map animation. Yeah. Which is really fun. It does end up feeling pretty quick because they essentially condense the first maybe three hours of the game into a 20 minute episode. And I would say that they actually pretty much covered everything. Um, it can just be a little bit, you know, you have to make sure that you're paying attention because a lot of stuff happens. Right. I guess my only thing is, like, a lot of it feels really interesting. It's very it's very intrigue. Like, you don't know exactly what's going on. Like, But you felt that way in the game, too. Why is he in prison? What is going on? Why is he waiting this trial? Like, what's, what's happening, right? So that is maintained in the show. I guess the only thing is the whole idea of personas. I mean... This is the fifth game, and how much of that first reveal was, like, how was that handled in the, was that handled okay? Is the show meant for people who, like, have already seen Persona games and understand what it is already? Like, can someone who has, are there other Persona anime? Yes, there is also an animation for Persona 4. Um, In fact, there's not only a Persona 4 animation, there's also a Persona 4 golden animation where they added to it, uh, they, they re-released Persona 4 as Persona 4 Golden with additional content, and they re-released the anime as well. Oh, wow. Um, now, with the Persona series, each of the games is actually standalone from one another, so you don't actually have to worry about having played the other games or having watched the other serieses. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, there's also uh, movies for Persona 3, which I have not seen. Okay. But yeah, I mean, the game mechanics of Persona games tends to be a split between, you know, more life sim day-to-day stuff, but then the actual Personas themselves are a little bit like collecting Pokemon, except based in like folklore and emotions and psychology. Uh, it's, it's weird game series, but very fun. So they reveal his Persona in the first episode of Persona 5. I thought it was a pretty decent introduction. The question is, I mean, is Persona enough of a culturally known thing that someone who like is like, hmm, someone tells me Persona is good and that I could start at Persona 5. Are they going to like 
watch it and understand what's going on. I mean, I wonder if episode two and three, just like how it did in the in the game, will just like explain it and make you be like, oh, okay, this makes sense now. But having watched just the first episode, and being like, wait, where did this overpowered man come? Came come? Da up. Where did this overpowered dude come from? Right. <laughs> but I mean, it might be fine because it is the first episode. You're not pulling some overpowered bullshit like episode ten into the show. Sure. And again, I think uh, there's a high barrier to entry for a lot of anime where things like that will happen at the beginning. Yeah, I mean, so the the Persona 5 video game did extremely well for itself, so I'd be interested to get the uh, perspective of someone who starts with the animation, but obviously I can't give that perspective. Uh, the other really fun part about the Persona 5 anime is that it has the same music as the game. That's true. So I'm very excited. <laughs> never see it coming (laughs) i'm very excited for that to happen the first time i'm just gonna leap out of my seat and start dancing because it's gonna be ridiculous because that song is amazing but ridiculous yeah so i'm very excited i'm also really interested to to see how they treat it for the rest of the series because like when you play a game like you understand that like okay there's only so much music you can make and every room is going to have its own theme music, so you know where you are. But in an anime, you know, it doesn't know what room you're in. The animators are animating all of it, and then they have to write music for it. So I wonder how much of them are going to... I wonder how much of the music is going to repeat in the same pattern of a video game. Right. Like, are they going to write new versions of the Blue Room music? Velvet Room. It is blue, though. It is blue. (laughs) But it is velvet. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> that one specifically, I doubt it because that one is unchanged for at least three games. So, yeah, I'm really excited to see. I'm really excited to see the rest of it, though. Even though I know what happens, I still want to watch it. I'm excited to see. I don't believe there was opening credits in this one. Uh, in 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 Persona. In Persona, I mean, in Steins Gate, also there was none, but. Uh, I'm excited for both, but for the opening for the Persona 5 video game, they had the choreographer from Yuri on Ice. I want, I want this and opening to I'm be this good. I'm curious if it's going to be the same opening or a new one. And if it's a new one, I mean, one thing that Persona 5 is pretty much universally lauded for is it's got a very cool aesthetic. Mm-hmm. And any opportunity to see more of that is a-okay with me. Absolutely. I also am always excited to see how, like, uh, the player characters in the game are interpreted on screen. And so far, what was even his name? Like Ren. Ren. <laughs> Ren is pretty much without a personality as he is in the game so far. So, Yeah, he's got very slightly more. I mean, he's voiced by Lelouch from Code Geass. <laughs> so it'll be nice to hear him actually able to talk every now and again, as opposed to just making combat noises. Um, <laughs> so... Persona! Yeah, that, that's one of them. <laughs> well, these are all the shows we were looking forward to watching this season. There's plenty of shows that are new shows that we will talk about in other episodes. But this is like our hype our hype series. If, if season two of Westworld ends up going to Shogun World, can we qualify that as an anime? We can talk about it. Okay. <laughs> we'll talk about it. <laughs> so, 
So every week, we're going to talk about these four shows and the episode that aired. And we're going to be excited about it. It's going to be great, hopefully. Hopefully, they're all great and they don't disappoint us. If they do disappoint us, there'll be lots of yelling. Um, and it'll mostly be the two of us. Occasionally, we'll have other fans of these shows come and express their opinions, too. Some old favorite hosts, some new favorite hosts, because now we're on the West Coast and time zones are a thing. And we have plenty of West Coast buddies who want to join us. So... I think that's going to be it. This week's is going to be a little bit shorter because some of these didn't have very much going on. But as we continue in watching the shows, we'll be able to theorize a little bit more. and Make some predictions. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be fun. It's going to be exciting. We'll have to analyze some fights, get to cry at some emotional shit, I'm sure. be lots of tears. So that'll do it for us this week. Ben, would you like to sign off? Yeah. <laughs> okay i'm at open world irl on twitter and uh you can find me here also mainly <laughs> mainly here mainly here and again i've and i've been i'm always stephanie usually. i'm usually i'm stephanie and i've been your host you can follow me at steph up the game on twitter and here also you should follow this show and listen to all the episodes and download them and rate us and review us and all those fun things and if you have recommendations for things you want us to talk about feel free to suggest them in comments or reviews or something however you can do that or tweet at us saying hey i want to hear your opinion about this thing or this other thing Thank you very much to Sean at SP Sounds for making the opening and closing music for this podcast. And I think that's going to do it for us. That's going to do it for us. All right. This has been World of Anime signing off. Oyasumi! Would you follow a RuPaul's Drag Race anime? Absolutely. I would watch a RuPaul's Drag Race anime. (laughs) 